What's up, CJM Nation? It is your host, DJ Daniels, alongside... DJ MC Roberts. And Grace Olivares. It is episode nine. Let's get into some huge NFL news. Let's talk about the games that happened this weekend. We had KC and Baltimore. I told y'all it is dang near impossible to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. You guys were all against the Chiefs. No, I wasn't. Bro, I didn't want the Ravens bro, to win. I'm telling you. I picked the Chiefs. No, I was against both of them, honestly. I didn't I want to see either Chiefs, one of them. Bro. I am a big Patrick Mahomes guy. Whatever you may, however you may feel about Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, yada, yada, yada. I'm a big Patrick Mahomes guy. I think that they're going to go into the Super Bowl, and they're going to wipe the floor <laughs> with the 49ers. That is my official take. We'll get into that a little bit later, but... Just letting y'all know now. But it was a pretty crazy game. Chris, break it down for me. All right. So what I don't seem to understand, though, is the fact that the Ravens were the number one rushing offense all season long, and they went up against the worst rushing defense in the NFL, or in the AFC anyway, and they ran the ball 11 times. Lamar Jackson did not scramble much, and they did have a chance to win the game later on in the end, later on into the game, around I want to say what the third, fourth quarter. Yeah. This was when Zay Flowers got that taunting penalty, and then literally <laughs> yeah. the next play he fumbled the ball into the end zone, and then Lamar threw an interception into the end zone. You put all those points together, and you put the field goal that they kicked at the end. They win that game 24-17. They just could not get out of their own way, and they could not just get out of their own heads either. Yeah. It's like they they couldn't really get anything going. It was yeah. just. Like, it was boring to watch. The best play that I saw all day was that long bomb touchdown by uh, Lamar, like, out of the Ravens. And then that one pass where they batted it into the air, he caught it and yeah, ran with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gave me Marcus Mariota vibes. Yeah, it did. Uh, so, another thing, too, like, I saw was the thing with Lamar is everybody hates on him mm-hmm. for being a running back. Yeah. But if that's what wins games, it really doesn't matter. I think that... They should have abandoned the past and let Lamar be Lamar. Take off all the training wheels, let Lamar run run around the field the second half. Yeah, it, it was just yeah. crazy. Like, why are you forcing him to throw when Legereus Sneed is clamping up Zay Flowers? Yeah. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And then Odell didn't get involved to what? Second quarter? Somewhere around there. It was honest, I think it might have been the fourth. Yeah, he didn't really do too much. He did like the bare minimum. Yeah. But the Ravens, I don't know. I really don't understand why what their game plan was. Yeah, I think the Ravens should have gone back to, uh, was it 2019? 2019, when they... yeah, when uh, Lamar Jackson was, uh, when he won the league MVP, just and he reset the, what is it, the single-season rushing record for a quarterback? Yeah, I, I think that, yeah, again, they should have gone with that Mark Ingram, you mm-hmm. know, where it, they were just running the ball with Mark Ingram. Lamar didn't even throw the ball. When, that's when they really didn't have any wide receivers where they just continued to just keep throwing the ball. Yeah. And they just, I think that's what really brought them down is because they move away from what works. Yeah, and I mean, I don't get why a lot of NFL teams do that too. Like, the Dallas Cowboys were another example in the wild card. Like, you play man coverage all season long, and in the first game of the playoffs, you decide to play zone. That that was just mind-boggling to me. Yeah, I think when, it's I, I to go with your point, it's insane when teams like that move away from what works. Yeah. I mean, we've seen the Ravens in the past, what, like two years? They haven't been as good as they were mm-hmm. when they had uh, Mark Ingram, yeah. Mark Ingram, yeah. It's just, like, I, it blows my mind. If Lamar is really good at running the ball, then just let him run the ball. Let him run it. I and mean, now that he's really developed that arm, he, I mean, like, 
he should run the ball more than he throws it, but now he can throw. I think mm-hmm. it shouldn't be throwing is the first option and then running is the second option. It should be running is the first option and throwing is the second option. It's just yeah, it's I mean, my, it's what made Michael Vick really good too. Exactly. Yeah. Or yeah, it, I it's just crazy. But let's talk about uh, the Chiefs' offense. Chiefs' offense has, in my opinion, been lackluster. Uh, compared to recent years, yeah, with the lack of uh, wider, with the lack of notable wide receivers, but I mean, I gotta say, Rasheed Rice and Pat, that Rasheed Rice, Patrick Mahomes connection, and then of course you do have uh, Travis Kelsey, a uh, what is it, a reliable tight end. I mean, like the trio of those guys, they're okay. In my opinion, they're okay. And Mahomes has proven. Obviously, we already knew that he was a, an elite quarterback, but he showed, but he proved that narrative right that. Elite quarterbacks elevate the team around them because I'm pretty sure you put any of these other quarterbacks, maybe Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield, not dogging on them, but um, obviously they're not at the same level as Mahomes. But you put any of those guys in that system, they're not going to play as well as Mahomes did with these guys. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think, but I kind of talked about it the Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes thing. Travis Kelsey puts on another breed when he gets in the playoffs. I think that's what makes him so good is because they play so much different. They play like I think a lot of these teams go into the playoffs and they they don't play like it's like that's it. You lose and literally that's it. Yeah. But I think when it comes to Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, they play like this is their last snap of football, and that's what makes them so good. I, and bro, and like one thing I, I was I told y'all in the group chat was whenever you see Andy Reid make uh, Kadarius Tony a healthy scratch for the game. That's how you know that these guys mean business. They're not gonna have yeah. anyone holding them back, and they're going full throttle, like he- like pedal to the metal. They want that Super Bowl. What is this gonna be? Uh, Patrick's third ring. Third. third. Yeah. It'll be third. his third. Yep. That's his third in like a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. He's gonna if at this rate, he's gonna surpass your boy Tom. I know. <laughs> I mean, if he's under thirty, yeah. So I could definitely see him. I think that he is what top. I want to say top three. All time? All time. Top All three. time. I could see that, honestly. I'd even put him at two and him top one and two. But I, but I, I don't know who said it, but, like, would you rather have Dan Marino or another great quarterback like that, or would you have Patrick Mahomes? I would probably take Patrick Mahomes. I would probably take Patrick Mahomes. Dan Marino was a good quarterback, but, like, his best season came – or he could never replicate what he had in his best season. Like, he broke all these records that season, and then after that, he was never the same. He was good, but he would just never got back to that same level. Yeah, it really is. I think Patrick Mahomes is more a more talented quarterback mm-hmm. than Tom Brady. Yeah, oh, for when sure. When it comes to oh, arm yeah. strength, yeah. I uh, think athleticism. Not like, <laughs> athletic. But, like, on Cam Newton's topic of being a game manager. Bro, Cam Newton is I, an idiot. I think Tom Brady, like, not in a derogatory way, I think Tom Brady was a game manager. I think that Tom Brady could run a game like not the negative side that Brock Purdy does it I think Tom Brady knew how to run the game how to be smart he, about was, it. he was a field general yeah exactly. yeah that's he's a field general better. yeah I yeah, think dude. that he mm-hmm. might not have had a cannon like Patrick Mahomes but I think Tom Brady just knew how to win he had games. the like the like one of the fastest release times of all time snap there yeah. snap there you know like yeah and if he needed to get down the field he got it down the field you know yeah. no I, I agree yeah so that's his why passes, I, I think that like I don't even like Tom Brady. But that guy's passes, they're like bullets. They, his, his receivers would talk about how it hits you in the chest and they take your air out. Yeah, no, I agree. But I think that if Patrick Mahomes wins another ring, I think it's time to start considering the idea. I mean, it just really depends on how you view accolades. 
Yeah. I but mean, I, I think that... I mean, you could look at one of Tom Brady's rings and say, well, he's only, he only went to that Super Bowl because of the deflate gate. I mean, you know? I guess. So, I don't know. I mean, this is not a dish <laughs> on Tom Brady podcast. I am a Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady. Let's, I hate, let's, uh, let's, let's walk it back a little bit. Uh, I hated on Tom Brady because he was because he was good. And that's what's going to happen like with Patrick Mahomes. I'm, people love Patrick Mahomes now. When he starts, when he goes back to back, how many people are going to hate him? So it's just, I think, I don't know. I'm just trying to enjoy it now because I like Patrick Mahomes, Texas Tech. So I'm all for Patrick Mahomes being that guy. He is a former Cowboys fan, so this might be as close as we'll get to a Super Bowl for a little while. <laughs> and but anyways, uh. I had something to tell you guys about that game. I just think, again, like, nobody's going to beat the Chiefs. I don't think there's anybody. I don't think so. I don't think so. You want to talk about the Lions and how the Lions sold the bag? Oh, my yeah, goodness, the, the Lions. Oh, yeah, that was that was heartbreaking to watch. I saw that game, and uh, when they went up 14-0, I was like, okay, there's something here. Yeah. And then 24-7 to at the half, I was like, oh, the Lions got this in the bag. We're about to witness history of the Lions getting into their first Super Bowl. And all of a sudden, the score is 27-10, 27-17, and then 27, what was it, 27-24? What was the final? No, uh, 34-31. 34-31. Yeah. What I don't get is Dan Campbell is in the red, was he in the red zone on fourth down? Yeah. And he went for it. Oh, he went for kick, it instead of kicking the field goal. Instead of kicking the field goal to go up 27-10. I get going for it. Like I'm all for like never punting. I want to be like that one that one uh, college coach who never punted and always kicked on sides. I thought that was I thought that was a Rafael coach. It's like it's like yeah, it was I, I probably multiple. It's like he was playing yeah. Madden or okay, something. Yeah. yeah, it's like me and Jacob playing Madden against each other. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna kick it. I'm only at the 20 yard line, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna kick it. You know. But I mean, you gotta back him at that point. You go for the win there. You go for the yeah, the no, for sure, right there, for sure. Yeah, because this is a this is like a situation. Where you gotta get them while you can, bro. Yeah. Because the Niners, they will come back. So you need to just pile on as many points as you can, and that means touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. Because if you can't hit hit that knockout blow, they're gonna come back and kill you, and that's what yeah, they did. Yeah, and dude. I mean, uh, George Kittle talked about it too. Like he could feel the momentum start to switch. Yeah, that's what I was even about before, to say. Yeah. That that play right there was a momentum shifting play. Yeah. And but think about if he scores. If he scores, that game's probably pretty close to being over. Yeah, like it goes up to what thirty. 31-10? Yeah, exactly. And that's tough to overcome. So I think that you can't fault him for wanting to put the game away. Mm-hmm. So people are hating on Dan Campbell. I think that's, that's I mean, that's trials and tribulations of being a head coach. you got to make that call. Yeah, it's his second year. Yeah, exactly. Yep. He would have been every uh, third, he been, no. Yeah. In his no, third, third year. Third year. Yeah. Yeah. He would have been everywhere on every social media page had he admitted that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that I think was like, oh, this is the play that sent the Detroit Lions to the yeah. Super Bowl. No, I agree. Yeah. So I think that it's the right call. You want to win games, you go for it. Yeah. But uh, so. the 49ers, what do you guys think? I know. I don't like them. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it is what it is, dude. They have. I love Christian McCaffrey. That guy has been my fantasy guy for the past three years, bro. Like he's yeah. been there, you know, just putting up points every single week. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about the Niners. They're a good team. They have a little stacked roster, but it is going to come down to Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and that defense, and Andy Reid. Yeah, I think, I don't know if Nick, I, it could be interesting if Nick Bosa just decides to have himself a game. I think 
that that's an okay line. Yeah, there. the Chiefs' up line is okay, and they yeah. get a lot of penalties too. That what their tackle is the most has the most penalties. They have they have one of the best the centers league. in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, Creed Humphrey. Yeah, it one? could be. I don't know. I I thought the 49ers' offense looked good. It's hard to stop George Kittle. Obviously, mm. it's hard to stop Brandon Ayuk, and obviously, I think that's the difference between this Super Bowl and the last Super Bowl. All you had to do was stop those two. Yeah. But now you got Chris McCaffrey, and they can just run the ball the whole time. Yeah. On those little Texas routes. And then again, and like I said earlier, the Chiefs do have the worst rushing defense, and they're going up against Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Kyle Shanahan's not going to be like, nah, we're not going to use McCaffrey. Yeah. We're just going to throw it. I'm sh- yeah. yeah. It could and be hell, if they just want to throw it, they could throw it to McCaffrey. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, dude. I, I don't know. I was never a Lions guy. If you've listened to every podcast, you know I'm not a Lions guy. I like the Lions. I already do, and I still like them. I mean, I, I've, I grew up watching MMG, the Madden YouTuber. So, like, I kind of, like, had, like a, like, a, like, a favoritism towards, like, the Lions. It's like, that's his team. Like, I don't know. I like the Lions. They're not a bad team. They've beaten the Cowboys in big positions before, but, I mean, eh. Yeah, I mean, and... I like them. I liked them because they were an underdog team. They were a team that hadn't been there in a long time. Mm-hmm. And just to see them go all the way to the NFC title game... That was game, crazy, dude. That was awesome. That made... That was, like, history. Like, dude. that's like, something... You probably won't see that. Something you don't see in real Actually, life. Actually, I think the Lions are going to be big for, the like, for years to come. I like, their know. rebuild... Their rebuild was crazy. Yeah, but how long is Jared Goff going to be there? How old is Jared Goff? Bro, they the can't... Same new, age as Dak. They can get the new... They can get a new quarterback, dude. Oh, they have uh, Hendon Hooker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could be Hendon Hooker. Maybe. We just got to see what happens there. Yeah, I forgot that guy existed. <laughs> Same <laughs> until now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they could be around for a while. They could be around for a while. I don't know. We'll have to find out. But, anyways, let's get into some... We are going to do a special show. A little bit of an announcement mid-episode. We're going to do a special show with the Off the Clock podcast. A special Super Bowl sh- show. A little bit of a tongue twister there, but it should be pretty interesting. A little bit of a collab. It's gonna be crazy. If if you don't if like if you only listen to a few minutes of, of these episodes, that is the episode that you're you don't want to miss. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, very very entertaining podcast on the other side. Mark Buzz, host of the of the Off the Clock podcast, is gonna be nice, man. We're gonna, I'm ready. I'm excited for this. But oh, yeah. we will give a short little brief idea. Without Mark's influence of who we think is going to win the Super Bowl, I think, obviously, I think I've said it, I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think it'll be a close game, but I think it's going to come down to experience. And, again, it's one of those things that, is Brock Purdy really really that guy still? I don't know, dude. It's the biggest stage in the world. Yeah. What do you think? In my opinion, yeah, I think he is. I think he's proven to me anyway. I've slandered him all season long. Sometimes it's for jokes. Sometimes I was just salty because they beat the Cowboys so bad. But at the end of the day, the dude's proved himself. I mean, they got they won the NFC. They won the NFC this year. They're back in the Super Bowl against the same team that they lost to just a few short seasons ago. And I think this time around, Kyle Shanahan's going to be more prepared against the Chiefs. Mind you, the Chiefs were were also a better team that year too compared to how they've been this year. And I don't know. I I trust that 49ers defense. But so, so and Christian pick? McCaffrey. Who's your pick? My pick is the San Francisco 49ers. My no. pick is the Kansas City Chiefs. They are all business. And honestly, Patrick Mahomes is playoff Patrick Mahomes, bro. You can't stop him. There's no stopping that guy. He's literally, like Jacob said, top three all time. In my book too, you know. 
And he's ready, dude. He wants his third ring. And then, hell, who says next year he's not going to get a fourth? You know? Like, he can just keep on doing this with the right team. Yeah, because, I mean, think about it. Like, that team is, his offense is pretty trash. Yeah. And he's doing it. He's come this far with it. So I think it should be, it'll be an interesting Super Bowl. I think, honestly, if I had to make a real prediction, I think it'd go anyway. But a little bit of a bias when it comes to Chiefs. I think the 49ers could definitely do it. They definitely have the capability to do it. But anyways, let's get into a more NFL news segment. Kind of not really a whole lot going on right now, just because it's kind of the end of the season. People are waiting on a Super Bowl. Chris, take it away. Alrighty, so starting off with the biggest splash is that Jim Harbaugh is returning to the NFL to be the next head coach of the L.A. Chargers. He's already even given uh, Justin Herbert a lot of high praise. Yeah. So I can see, I I think Justin Herbert's gonna be in good hands with Jim, with the Harbaugh. Yeah. I, with the Harbaugh I mean, brother. I just see what uh, Harbaugh said that like he wanted he wants to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. That's legitimately what he said. He wanted to give another the NFL another shot and win another Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It could be interesting. Is this he just won a natty? Why not a Super Bowl? Yeah, you know. So, true? but at the same time, he did come out and say that. He wouldn't be surprised if J.J. McCarthy wasn't the first quarterback taken in the in the draft. So yeah, I mean, there's got to be some bias there. I mean, that was <laughs> yeah. it. that was his quarterback. Yeah. Hey, but that guy, that guy is solid. J.J. McCarthy, I like him. I actually like him. That's crazy. I'd say he's serviceable. I wouldn't say he'd be a starter. I don't. Even, At least don't not know, a right dude. off the back. I think he'd be a practice squad guy. I'm I'm saying more of maybe second, third string guy. Yeah. Like I, a Max Duggan type player. Max, Max Duggan, Duggan or uh, Sam Ellinger. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. I just think that he never th- he never threw the ball. He really he just gave it. He, he just re- ran the ball. He ran the ball. Ran the ball. Yeah. yeah. Like five yard slant. There you go. There's your game manager, Cam. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> Did you see what Cam even said though? He still didn't take it back. Didn't about like what? what he said about the game manager. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, he was just like, I still believe he's a game manager. Although it wasn't negative. All I said was he was just game manager. Yeah, can't I really hate that dude. He's, like really so, say he's that. In, so immature, man. Yeah, because he knows he's wrong. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. The the most the thing he's been most relevant for is not jumping on the fumble in the Super Bowl. So yeah, I mean. or I wouldn't say jumping on it, more so like lung, lunging backwards and trying to pick up the ball with his hand. Yeah, that yeah. like that little move. He just stared at it, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. but anyways, uh, what is what's the next? The next one is that. Dan Quinn is leaving the Dallas Cowboys to be the next head coach of the freaking, I was going to say San Antonio Commanders, <laughs> the Washington Commanders. Um, I don't know. I, I'm i going to miss Quinn uh, regular season-wise, but postseason, I will not miss Dan Quinn. I'm honestly surprised that he got a head coaching job in the NFL. And But honestly, I'm not surprised it's the Commanders. I mean, this is the same team that hired Ron Rivera and thought they were going to turn that team around. I mean, this guy does bring a different energy, but he was just not it in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. man. He was just trash in the playoffs. Like, what kind of defensive scheme is that, dude? I mean, at a certain point, too, you got to work with what you got. Yeah, I mean, and he did, and it was working for a little while until that wild card game. Oh, no, there were a few games in the season, of course. Yeah, I mean, you guys were hyping him up before the last game. So maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just a one game. He had a bad game. You call it a bad game. Yeah. yeah but he's also, he's also never won a game against any of his former coordinators. And that includes sure. Kyle Shanahan, Matt LaFleur, Mike McDaniel. I don't know, bro. Very interesting. Uh, something there. I don't know. I think that, that he's going to be their D.C., right? 
uh, Ed, Quinn. He's going to be the head, head coach. coach. Oh, I didn't head even see coach, that. Dude. Ron Rivera, though, is interviewing for the Cowboys defensive coordinator job, Which as so well is, as Mike uh, Zimmer. Mike Zimmer. Yeah. yeah. And Joe Witt Jr. left, too, to the Commanders. I think we need, uh, what's his name? Tamuk alumni Al, Al Harris oh, to be our that. to be our defensive coordinator. I that say that crazy. and then it goes wrong and I'm, I'm mad at the guy. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a Tamuk alumni, dude. Got to give him a shot. I mean, yeah. it's. I mean, but I don't know. I think that I mean the Commanders. They need like a complete rebuild. Their stadiums trash. Out of the, everything around them is ranked like bottom tier list of, yeah. like throughout the league. The the player polls and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, maybe it'll work out. And they do know. have the number two overall pick. Yeah, who who would you take? Um, in my opinion, I'd probably take maybe Daniels or Michael Penix Jr. Yeah, I'd probably take Michael Penix Jr. over Phoenix Jr. What? Isn't it Phoenix? No, it's, no, uh, it's, oh, it's P E N I X. There's no P H. <laughs> That's crazy. That's a weird name. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, yeah I'd take him. I think we saw enough when he played Texas that he he can sling the ball. Yeah, I mean, it it hurts seeing him do that to my team, but yeah. at the same time. Looking at it in an NFL in an NFL perspective, he's not going to leave the top five. I think it's crazy. I think yeah. it's crazy. Quinn Ewers is staying another year. He he just got better in one year, so yeah. I would say give him one more year. Yeah, but, I heard uh, Bo Nix at the uh, Senior Bowl looks terrible. Uh oh. Yeah, that's gonna hurt uh, hurt hurt his draft <laughs> stock. Yeah, no, I heard oh he's he doing like like extremely bad, mm-hmm. which sucks because I thought I I think I had sent it in previous. Episodes. I thought he was like. Oh no! You yeah, got, you hyped yeah. him up a lot, dude. Guess where I was wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we don't know yet. Yeah, he hasn't know. gone in the league, you know. So, what yeah. else? Another big thing is the fact that Bill Belichick will not be a head coach this year for any team in the NFL. He probably wants a year off. Probably. He's been a football coach. For hey, a isn't Cliff Kingsbury getting a job? Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury got the offensive coordinator job for the Raiders. Yeah. How do you see that? That's crazy. He. You had Patrick Mahomes. That's just crazy. Uh, I don't know why he still has a shot. He Jacob hates this guy. Uh, yeah, I don't like him terrible. either. No, he didn't like do either, anything yeah. to prove to be an NFL coach, yeah. coordinator, or head coach, any any form of coach in the NFL. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that, I mean, he didn't do very good on the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the record was when he was there. But, yeah, no, I don't I don't get it. And then, yeah. what, didn't he go to, wasn't he at uh, USC for a while? I think he was at USC, or was that Lincoln Riley? I think he was there. Or was he at Ohio State? One of the two. I yeah. know that. And but I mean, yeah. if he was at USC, look how bad Caleb Williams did. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm not drafting Caleb Williams. I'm, I'm not anybody. drafting him top 15. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. no. I'm staying away from Caleb Williams. He's too Me much too. of a drama queen. He wants to basically take control of your team. Yeah, and anybody oh, yeah. that listens to Mel Kuyper and says that... Who says Wasn't he that, the guy um, that said he wanted to take stake in the team? Yeah, he still does. Yeah, he yeah. wants partial ownership. But if anybody listens to Mel Kuyper's... Uh, draft projections and has and he I know he has um, Caleb Williams at number one and that dude just needs to retire. He's been doing bad calls since like the nineties. Yeah, uh, but it's just it's crazy. Like you can't have a guy who's gonna who like openly disses his own team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and then like he's like running up into the stands and crying with his mom because he had a bad game. Yeah, yeah. I mean like. Like, do it on your own time. Not, like, saying it's bad or anything, but, yeah. like, just yeah. do it on your own time. Like, I hate to dog on the guy like that because, I mean, I know it sucks to lose, but you got to be professional in that yeah. time, dude. There's a lot of teams looking at you. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right. Everybody's looking at you. The whole When you're when you're considered to be a number one overall pick, you're 
at the biggest spotlight, you know, like mm-hmm. the spotlight, the, the spotlight shines brightest on you. And like it's any any little thing you do is going to be magnified and you'll lose that spot. Yeah. And then, the I mean, painting profanity on his nails. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care. But yeah. That's a pretty big deal to certain teams. You can't be running around throwing the ball because, you know, every yeah. camera's going to be zoomed in on you holding the ball. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just think, I mean, I don't know. I think he's a little bit of a drama queen. Yep. And I didn't put it in my notes, but another thing that I wanted to bring up is that uh, Teddy Bridgewater did retire. Yeah, and he did. He turned, I didn't see that. He turned right around and is now the head coach where he played high school football at. That's pretty good, I guess. That's cool. Yeah, That's cool. Like right off the back. Yeah. What else? What else and do we got, Chris? We did cover everything else aside from the fact that uh, well, I do have two more things. that Dak Prescott will be missing the Pro Bowl. I saw a misleading story that said that Dak Prescott was replaced by Baker Mayfield, and I was ready to just lose it. Until I read the comments and people were saying that Dak opted out of the Pro Bowl because uh, his girlfriend's pregnant with their first kid and they're expecting the baby girl around the time. Yeah. Around this. Yeah, around this and period. I mean, I don't know. I don't really watch the Pro Bowl anymore. I used to love the Pro Bowl when I was a kid. I like the Pro Bowl. It was so I much better. I like, you like, guys don't like the Pro I, Bowl. No, no, I, I watch it, but I used to love it way more when I was a kid. But, but yesterday during the skills challenge, Micah Parsons kind of hit the hardest pass in the little game that they were doing, and Jalen Hurts did it. So I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't Micah know, Parsons is such a baby, dude. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Shut up, dude. I wouldn't trade the guy for a wor- for the world, though. <laughs> no, nope. hell no. Yeah, I would. I would I'd not. I trade Chase Young for half a tuna sandwich. Chase Young is caught off. <laughs> I don't know. If you guys, I'm sure you guys oh, have seen I, the memes. I really have. Run, yeah. Every time they run the ball, they run it towards his side. Yeah. yeah. He's just become a complete liability. And the 49ers, I think they talked about benching him in the NFC title game or really? benching him for the Super Bowl because they're not taking any chances. That is crazy. I, I like Chase Young, too. I thought he was pretty good. I thought he'd be better My dad always became. hated Chase Young. He hated how he was the guy that looked for the camera after every play really? instead of just getting back to the line. Like that like he Like, he, he's just, like, wants to be, like, this big, like, you know. Like, instead of going back to the huddle, getting ready for the next snap, he's there, like, where's the camera? Where's the camera? So I can do a little celebration, you know? Yeah. Like, it's cool to celebrate, bro, but, like, where's the camera? Where's the camera, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's like when the camera finds George Kittle and he always does those funny little things to yeah. it. I think that in the NFC title game, he, like, looked at it with a serious face and just gave, like, a little wave. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I thought I'm, Chase Young's kind of had a weird upbringing, though. Like, I mean, he got drafted COVID year. Yeah. He was and, a beast. And he showed promise yeah. that year. Tours they won the division. A, yeah, towards ACL then, and then he just completely kind of lost it. Yeah, he wasn't no. the same after that. He yeah. was just like an injury-prone guy. Yeah, maybe he just going to a different team puts a toll on you. Maybe, but I will. But uh, the last thing I have left on my list is a question for the both of y'all. So these two quarterbacks have had... Um, not not the greatest careers in the NFL up until this point, at least. Um, both of these guys were g- given up on by the teams that drafted them. They had playoff success, but both teams decided, you know what? Nah, you're not our guy. We don't want you. But this year they met up in the playoffs. So, who do y'all think is better, Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield? I'll let y'all go first because uh, we probably know my answer. I think it's Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Matt, what do you think? I think it's Baker Mayfield, bro. Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback, bro. I think they should have never given up on him in Cleveland because he played that whole season with an injured shoulder, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was playing in the sling the whole season, the, the shoulder sling, dude. Like, what, what did you want him to do? His shoulder was literally 
like just like being pressed against his like chest like yeah he just couldn't do much i think he's an awesome quarterback dude honestly chris yeah i like baker too and like in my opinion he earned that spot to be i don't know maybe the franchise quarterback of the bucks we'll see how that goes in the next couple of years depending on how big of the extension he gets but you know i've rooted for baker since since his rookie year I mean, I didn't root for him in college because he was an Oklahoma Sooner, but that's besides the point. Um, no, but I liked the way Baker, I liked the way Baker played with the Browns and stuff, and he was just given up on way too early in favor of Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And look at the Browns now. Now they had freaking Joe Flacco, who had a pretty good comeback season, but, but it's still Joe Flacco. You don't want to be in do that it position. In the wild card. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I agree. I think. My only problem with Jared Goff is he's so hit or miss. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And I know Baker has had his hit or miss moments, but you can tell Baker yearns to get better. Yeah, you can and see he, it. And he wants, he's trying his best out there. And sometimes I feel like Jared Goff really isn't trying his best. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because he hides that kind of stuff. He's just got a straight face. But yeah. I'm definitely a Baker guy. I think that he's done a good, good year this year. But at the same time, too, only time will tell. Oh, yeah, I, definitely. I mean, for sure. I didn't think Jared Goff was that good, and he had an, a good year this year. But, I mean, he, you put put him in that kind of position. All um, right. You want to have a short? Because that's about it, right? For Yeah, that's about you, it for me. For all right. Second. So I just have a little bit of UFC news. We're not going to cover the fight night, you know. I mean, it's an interesting fight night. But I'd rather just cover a little bit of news. So I don't know if y'all are big Dustin Poirier fans, but oh, hell it was yeah. it was uh, it was announced that Dustin Poirier's fight was going to be canceled yesterday, and then like after like I don't know how many hours, um, Dustin like they came they came out and said this was like false information, like. Um, he didn't. He couldn't get into contact with his like manager or something for several days. Hmm. Like it was just a big miscommunication. Like journalists spreading a bunch of false news about uh, uh, about his opponent, uh, his opponent not even knowing about the fight. Just a bunch of a bunch of stuff like that, you know. But I don't know, man. I'm excited for two ninety eight, two ninety nine, and I think that's, that's all I have for UFC right now. Yeah. Well, I know this is a short episode to all of our fans out there, but trust us when we say we have a big episode planned for next week. It's deadline day. I think all of our brains are a little fried. Yeah, for definitely. sure. Yeah. New job, co-sports <laughs> editors. Co-sports editors. So I think this episode might not be the best, but we have a lot of stuff planned too, especially even after next week. we got a lot of baseball. We start getting really into basketball. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of stuff planned. But anyways... Mm-hmm. This is episode nine of the CJM podcast, and I'm your host, DJ Daniels, alongside DJ MC Roberts and Chris Olivares. Thank, Thank you. you.